Welcome to the Fika with Friends podcast. I'm your host, Tasmin Lofthouse, and I'm a freelance copywriter, content marketer, and your business best friend. Just like the Swedish tradition of Fika, the Fika with Friends podcast is your chance to step away from work and be present in the moment as you find clarity, purpose, and success for the future. So pop the kettle on and enjoy some cake as we chat about all the ways you can grow and shine in every avenue of life as a business owner, entrepreneur or leader. For the longest time, I thought New Year's resolutions were stupid. I didn't believe in waiting for a new year to roll around before you start your goals. And I always found New Year's resolutions to be especially half-hearted. As soon as the clock strikes midnight and the calendar flips over to a fresh page denoting the first of the first, we all rush to change everything about ourselves. We pick apart every aspect of our lives and plan to make big changes. Then, as February rolls around, almost all of us will have forgotten all about our grand resolutions. Those dreams, goals and hopes will have whittled away into nothingness. Or so I thought. But that's where I was wrong. You see, I was approaching the new year with the wrong mindset. New Year's resolutions shouldn't be about completely changing who you are as a person. They should be about connecting with the person you really are finding your full potential and living a life you love. And with that, I learned to embrace New Year's resolutions. So if you listen to episode 11, you'll have heard all about my end of year review and how I reflect on the year gone by. I've been doing annual reviews for years, soaking up the opportunity to reflect on everything that happened, be it good or bad. And every year since 2016, my annual reflections can be found online in one capacity or another. What can I say? I love introspection and apparently I also love oversharing on the internet. (laughs) Off the back of my annual review, I'll then set goals for how I want the next year to look. So by default, these goals are, I guess, New Year's resolutions. Do my annual review at the end of the year and then by chance, my goals for the next year end up falling on the 1st of January. Though there's no one saying you have to start on the 1st of January. You can set goals for yourself whenever you want. My process just happens to fall in line with the start of a new year. You can start before the new year or halfway through the year or whenever the heck you want to start. As long as you reach or make progress towards your goal by the end of the year, then I guess you can call it a New Year's resolution. When setting my annual goals, I'll also split them into personal and business goals. Just as I said in the end of year reflection episode, our business lives and personal lives are so closely connected that if we ever want to achieve harmony in either of them, we need to consider both of them. And so that's why I'll always set both personal and business goals for the year ahead. The idea behind both types of these goals is that I want to finish the year knowing I made a conscious effort to live a life and build a business that makes me happy and allows me to be my true self and connect with my full potential. These goals, as you've probably expected, draw upon my annual reflection, making sure that I don't forget everything that happened in the past year and that I also don't forget the lessons learned in the past year and the things that I wanted to take forward with me into the next year. So what I'll do is I'll build on those experiences that I've highlighted in my annual review to help make sure that the next year is even better and that the next year is full of those learnings from the last year, whatever that might look like. Another thing I do when setting these annual goals or New Year's resolutions is that I won't set myself anything that's A, wildly unachievable, or B, that doesn't align with who I am. So, for example, 
I'm not going to set myself a goal to make £1 million in 2023 because, I mean, first of all, that is a hell of a lot higher than my current business earnings. And second of all, setting such a high target is just setting myself up for failure. Like, I'm not going to make a million pounds this year. If I do, that would be wildly unrealistic, but also amazing, but it's likely not going to happen. So when setting revenue goals, I'll make them realistic compared to where I was last year. I want my goals to be uncomfortable enough that I feel challenged to achieve them, yet realistic enough that I know I can achieve them if I put in the work. Otherwise, I'm just going to grow unmotivated and bored. The thrill of chasing an unattainable goal will quickly wear off. But if you're chasing a goal that you know could be in your grasp, it's going to spur you on to exceed that goal and achieve so much more. So instead of setting a goal to achieve a seven-figure sum, I might set a goal of earning 10k more than the previous year. That's a goal that makes me feel uncomfortable. That's a goal that I know still requires hard work yet it isn't out of my league. If I put in the work, I could probably achieve that goal. So that's a good goal to set based on my annual review last year and how I want the next year to look. As for goals that don't align with who I am, I'm a freelance writer and marketer. I'm a lover of the outdoors, fitness, cake, nature and dogs. I know who I am as a person, what I enjoy and where my passions, interests and skills lie. Yes, I've still got a lot of self-learning to do, but I know enough about myself to know what goals align with who I am and which goals don't. So, for example, setting myself a goal to become a ballroom dancer when I cannot dance and I have zero coordination and no interest in dancing whatsoever makes no sense. I have no real interest in this goal and without any skin in the game, it's a goal that's going to quickly descend into nothingness. So, By setting a goal that doesn't align with who I am, I'm going to push myself to do the things I don't really believe in. And then when I fail that goal, I might beat myself up. But the reality is that goal was never really going to happen because I didn't care enough about it. Or take, for example, cake. I absolutely love cake. As someone who doesn't drink, smoke, do drugs or drink coffee, cake is my vice. And while some of my goals relate to improving my fitness... It's unlikely that I'll ever set myself the goal of cutting cake out of my life. Cake brings me joy and I have no interest of depriving myself of that joy. So setting a goal to cut cake out of my life would be a goal that doesn't align with who I am or what I want to do. Whenever setting my goals, all of these goals build on things I'm already doing or things that I have identified as being in alignment with who I am, what I care about and the person I want to be moving forward. Once I'm clear on what types of goals are appropriate and achievable, I'll start writing them down. I won't delve into setting SMART goals, but I will try to make them somewhat tangible. So for instance, instead of saying I'll go to the gym more, I might just briefly specify how many times per week I intend to go to the gym. By adding some light benchmarks to your goals, you can give yourself something to aim for. You have a cube that helps you stay on track. Remember, you want your goals to be achievable while still being challenging enough that they feel scary and exciting. If you can already comfortably run 10k, setting yourself a goal to run a distance of 5k is a cop-out, let's be honest. But a goal of running 15k or a half marathon might be enough of a stretch that is challenging without being impossible. So make sure your goal is something that you know is achievable if you put the work in. To show how this looks for me and perhaps offer some inspiration, I thought I'd walk you through my personal and business goals for 2023. And then I guess for myself, 
this also acts as some accountability because when it comes to the end of this year, I can listen back to this episode and I can see what progress I made towards those goals or if those goals even still existed by the time December 2023 rolled around. Before diving into my personal goals, let's just start with a little bit of background info. So outside of my business, I love adventure and fitness. I recently started open water swimming as someone who is a weak swimmer with a fear of water and I also started jujitsu towards the end of last year and I bought a bike and started learning how to ride a bike. Yes, as a 29 year old woman, I didn't know how to ride a bike. So I guess 2022 was a year that was filled with a lot of firsts and a lot of trying new hobbies for the first time. So with that in mind, my 2023 personal goals are to wild swim at least once a month. But as I said earlier, your goals don't have to start on the 1st of January. And for me, this goal is gonna start from April when the water is hopefully a little bit warmer. I'd also like to get my second stripe in jiu-jitsu with the aim that I'm gonna go two to three times a week and also try and do some independent learning there as well. Another goal of mine is to run 10K. Two years ago, I sustained a calf injury and since then haven't been able to run um, just due to the pain and the rehab journey that I've been on. Before that injury, the most I was running was about 12K. So at the moment I can walk run 3K, but I can't flat out run any sustained period at all. So I've set myself a goal of 10K, which personally feels like a bit of a stretch, but if I stay consistent, I can potentially hit it. Then other goals are that I want to keep building my savings, I want to hike once a month, go bouldering or climbing at least six times, build my confidence riding a bike, be consistent with my gym routine, aiming to go three times a week, and I also want to find my style. I'm turning 30, and I feel like as you turn 30, clothes in high streets no longer appeal because they're all cropped or they're made for like Gen Z. So I'm in that weird period where I'm just trying to figure out what is my sense of style and how can I build a sustainable wardrobe? As you can see, all these goals relate to things I already do and enjoy. They align with who I am as a person. None of these are groundbreaking or revolutionary goals. There's nothing there that's a massive goal that I couldn't achieve. Simply by creating these goals, I'm just setting the intention to do more of the things that I love. I guess rather than goals, you could probably look at these as being habits. I'm just trying to build good habits that make sure each day when I wake up, I'm waking up to a life that I genuinely enjoy. And none of these goals are so big that I can't achieve them. Some of my goals, as I said, won't start on the 1st of January, like while swimming or learning to ride a road bike. But I have plans that I want to start those goals at some point this year. And I guess that's the beauty of goal setting is that you don't have to be really strict about when you start. As long as you give yourself some guidelines as to when you know you can realistically dedicate the attention and time to starting that new goal. Now let's move on to some of my business goals for this year. Again, to kind of recap and lay some groundwork, last year my business was primarily focused on going with the flow. I just wanted to let my business take its natural course and check in with how I feel. 2021 was a really high stress, high pressure year for my business. So 2022 was all about taking off the pressure and connecting with where I find joy in my work. As we move into 2023, this year my business goals are gonna be centered more on nurturing. So I still want to maintain the feel-good side of my business that I had in 2022. And I want to add in a little bit of that pressure from 2021 just to make sure that I can nurture my business to new heights of growth in a gentle way. So I want to build my business, but I don't want to burn myself out in the process. So with that kind of nurturing idea in mind, 
my business goals for this year build on the things I learned last year that I enjoy about freelancing or the things that I learned that I need to change to make sure that my business aligns with my interests and my values moving forward. With that in mind, my 2023 business goals are to increase my revenue this year by 10k compared to last year, work an average of 28 hours a week. So last year, my average was about 30 hours. So I just want to reduce that slightly so I can be a bit more flexible with my time off. I want to attend more networking events and I've set myself a goal to attend at least six. So that would be every other month. Um, And I've already got one in my diary for February. So hopefully that's a step towards ticking that one off. I want to improve the quality of this podcast and the listenership. I know I've got a long way to go, so I appreciate anyone listening during this period in time, but that's one of the goals for this year. So I'm going to look at how to do that. I want to start a content site. I guess this is a goal that kind of falls between personal and business because it's something that I want to do for fun and as a passion project, but I also recognise that there could be a potential there for it to be another business venture. In December, I signed up to the Coffee School course by Copy Hackers. So this year, I want to make sure I dedicate time to studying that course and I want to complete it. And then other goals I want to do are I want to launch some new projects, some programmes, a retreat potentially... I want to get some published bylines and feature on other podcasts. So I've set myself a goal of three of each of those. And I also want to increase my hourly and project rates. I think I mentioned in episode 11 that I am not the best at sticking to my rates and I will often undercut myself. But in the way that the current climate's going and the whole economy, I know I need to get strict about that. So I need to look at increasing my rates essentially. And those are my business goals. They're all mapped out, yet they aren't that detailed. Um, They're more just general guidelines for the things I need to make sure I'm doing in my business in order to build a business that aligns with my values. And at the same time, I'm not in a dire need to pursue all of those personal and business goals. If I achieve them, amazing. It probably means that 2023 would be the best possible year compared to how I envisioned it being. If I make progress towards them, that's also great because it means that I'm putting in the work to make sure that I am creating a business and a life that I love. But if I don't do anything with them, then that's also okay. Um, I appreciate that goals can change and your priorities can change and other things can come up and you have no control over so many variables in your life that I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't achieve them. I will just look at why I didn't achieve them and what I could maybe do better if I feel like I needed to do something better. But as a whole, setting goals is a good thing. And that is something that I've really learned in the last few years is that goal setting is good. New Year's resolutions are good. It just all depends on how you approach them. When you have goals, it gives you direction. It gives you something to aim for. Thank but you most so much for tuning in. Shows I you really hope you enjoyed today's episode. So by if setting did, goals, you get to connect with the things you actually care about. Let me know on and the best advice I can give, rather than kind of setting goals you, and beating yourself up and you next killing yourself Bye. in the process of trying to achieve them, instead use your goals as a guiding light for the kind of life you want to live. And remember to keep checking in with the goals that you've set. Make sure they still feel good. Make sure they're still the things you want to pursue. And just enjoy the whole damn journey because if chasing after goals is anything, it is definitely a journey.